to golf better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 94. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Brussell. Thanks so much for joining us. Whether this is your rookie trip or you're a wily veteran to golf better, we're either way, we're glad you're with us and with me as he is each and every episode, a technical specialist, Kenny Nicholson. Kenny, it's great to have you here, and the product launches continue. Yes, uh, glad to be here. Weather's starting to warm up, and like you said, the launches are incredible, and our guest today is incredible as well. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Adams Golf. Who better to have with us than the founder of Adams Golf, Mr. Barney Adams from out in California. Mr. Adams, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, my pleasure, please. Number 94, this sounds like one of those old cowboy cereals I used to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) They just keep going and going, that's for sure. Well, they promised us a big cake when we hit 100, so (laughs) we're looking forward to that. Thanks so much for joining us. Sure, my pleasure. Well, it's an exciting time at Adams Golf. you got the new lineup going to be launching in our stores this weekend. We're looking at it now, and what a fantastic job you guys have done once again. Yeah, and uh, the the correct phrase from my perspective is, is what a great job those guys have done because I don't have anything to do with it there we, we we're very very fortunate that we've got a terrific team of people there and we have a culture and I, I think the culture is uh, represented in the product lines and the, and the culture is very simply to we, we drive or they drive themselves to come up with products that actually uh, perform in the hands of the consumer and, and what I mean by that is is you can see the results of ball flight. That that is the ultimate name of the game is to improve ball flight. And everything that Adams Golf does with the new product line has ball flight improvement as its objective. Well, Adams has always been kind of in the forefront of new technology, going back to the tight lies days and, and the speed line. What it was able to do, and we can talk about the you know what the speed line mean. But uh, I want to jump right into the new speed line F11 driver and get your thoughts on you know how it was developed and and what the speed yeah, line. By are... the way, you hit uh, one of my sore spots. Uh, I, I'm constantly at ads with the golf writers of the world who seem to think that the only innovation in golf comes out of Carlsbad, and I remind them of a few things that we've done in, in the Dallas area just to uh, maybe offset that uh, thought a little bit. But, uh, and one of them is the speed line. And the speed line is kind of interesting. Um, I, when I say things are interesting, you've got to realize I'm an I'm a equipment techie, so <laughs> I might look at it a little differently than the average guy. But uh, number one, it's, it's aerodynamic technology. And one of the things I find very interesting today, if you read the ads of virtually every major golf equipment company, they talk about aerodynamic shapes. I find that interesting because that's something we introduced about three years ago. Now, the Speedline F11 driver is actually the first design that we ever did. But the USGA was so impressed with the technology, I don't know if impressed is the right word, because they're very cautious about anything that adds distance, but they were so impressed with the technology that we couldn't release it right away. So actually, it, it has taken this long for the initial technology of the uh, aerodynamic approach to come to the marketplace. And it's evident on the club in three grooves at the rear of the crown. Uh, if you're looking, say, down on the top of the club, at the back of the club, you'll see three grooves there. And what happens during the golf swing, and I'm going to get, again, sorry, pretty technical. No, that's fine is that and it's you can't do anything about I mean this is this is 
laws of physics. You cannot do anything about this. As you swing the golf club, the air going over the top of the crown builds up. And what you want to have happen is for smooth transition and, and maximizing the speed, you want the air to stick to the crown. Well, what happens is by the time the air gets to the back of the crown, it starts to break up and it's unstable and it causes more or slows the club head down, basically. Unless you can increase speed, it, 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 it's going to happen too fast for that to happen, but it basically slows the club head down. The grooves provide a place for the air to adhere to the crown, so to speak. So the net result is when you're looking at it in a wind tunnel test, you get that smooth relationship between the air and the crown of the club through the hitting zone, which at the end of the day to the golfer means more club head speed. I don't care about grooves on the bottom of the club. I don't care about grooves near the face of the club. It's the grooves near the back of the club that are critical, and that's why this technology works so well. So to the golfer, what does it mean? You hit it, you're going to hit it farther, and it's going to be more forgiving. Yeah, I mean, they use the technology in just about any speed sport. The one place you always see wind tunnel testing is in NASCAR, and they talk about drag, obviously. And right. It's the first right. time it was incorporated into the golf, but when you think about it, when the, when the wind would blow over the crown, obviously, and just get disrupted in the back of the club using that technology and creating something that had less drag in golf, obviously, at the end of the day, you're going to have a faster club head speed. Yeah, I mean, and, and let's face facts, 99 point. 100% of your customers that come into your stores would love to have something they can hit a little bit further, and, and, and certainly we're well aware of that. And that's what this is all about. And does it does it benefit does it benefit the very strong player with a lot of club at speed? Absolutely. But does it also benefit the average golfer with the swing speeds down in the 80s and so on? Absolutely. And that's the good news. Yeah, I find it really interesting that of the speed line family that, like you said, is three years old or so, that this was the original one, the the Papa Bear of the of the Bear family, I guess you say, and now it's we can finally get it to market. Yeah, like I say, it, this was actually the design that we had planned to come out with day, or they had planned to come out with day one, and the USGA says, "No, nah, we want to spend a little bit more time testing this and make sure it's not too good," so they had to make a last minute change. Which makes sense, though. I mean, because it's such a, I mean, it's it's such a big deal. I mean, when you come out with a product that's definitely going to increase club head speed and distance, the USGA is going to take a look at it and say, "Hold on, just a second. Let's let's research this and make sure that we're yeah." Com- and, and that's you know that's their that's what the USGA does. I mean, I understand that, and that's that's the name of the game. Like I can say it's just when I first saw this product as an introduction for this year, I kind of laughed because I said, "Where did work?" So they finally released it. That was, I think, those were the first words I said. You know, it was just kind of a funny deal. <laughs> well, it's a club, like you said, Barney, that is more forgiving. That the player, no matter what level, can hit farther, and at a great price point at two ninety nine. Yeah. And by the way, when I talk about product, I would never talk about a product that I haven't hit myself. And I have been. I, I, I do sneak in on occasion, and. When the engineers aren't looking, I'll steal one of their samples and get one of the guys to make it up and so on. So I've been playing the F-11 for, oh, four or five months now, or two or three months now anyway, I forget. But, and, and so I can, if I speak enthusiastically about it, that's because I am enthusiastic about it. I've played it. I've had my friends hit it. So I'm not reading off of some marketing or engineering data sheet here at all. I'm speaking from experience. Yeah, that's what we do the same thing here. It, it's one thing... 
you know, to just say something's better, and we can all do that from the bullet points that they provide us. But we have a launch monitor here that we use for our own indicator as well. And the simple fact is the technology is proven, the technology works, and it's visible in the numbers that we see on the launch monitors. So great job to the R&D and to you guys for coming out with a product that definitely performs better than years past. Yeah, and that's, uh, by the way, that we that's absolutely critical for us. And, and that's kind of, again, I go back to our culture uh, and any product we do. We kind of have a chip on our shoulder mentality. And what I mean by that is we're, we're not as big as the, the people we compete against. So, therefore, we have to be better. We don't have the luxury of having cosmetic improvements. We have to have technical improvements. And, as I say, we kind of carry a chip on our shoulder with, with that objective in mind. Well, going down the, to the Speedline F11 fairway woods, a lot of the same characteristics apply that apply in the driver, correct? Yeah, but with one wrinkle. Um, and I happen to think, as much as I like the driver, I think the fairway woods a bigger story. Um, and, and the reason why I think it's a bigger story, and again, the same deal. Uh, the minute I saw this a few months ago, one of the samples disappeared. <laughs> again? <laughs> And I've been playing with it. And I've probably had 50 people hit it. So I've done my own testing, which is, especially out here, I'm in California in the Palm Desert, uh, Palm Springs area, where the weather's nice and it's full of golfers, so it's pretty easy to get people to hit clubs. And you have the, the, the aerodynamic characteristics that are evident in the driver. While they are present in the fairway wood, the smaller size of the fairway wood don't make it quite as dramatic. But... What you have in the fairway wood, if you when you look at it, and I know you have you guys got samples there. There's there's a deep groove, looking down at the top of the club, towards the face, and then if you flip the club upside down, there's another groove. And these grooves cause a certain amount of of springing, for lack of a better word, in the crown and the sole at impact, which added to the spring effect of the natural spring effect of the face gives you a cumulative spring effect akin to that of a driver. Now, again, in the techie world, in the equipment world, this is a huge deal because you could never get the same spring effect in a fairway wood before that you could a driver. The big face of the driver automatically provides a spring effect, and it's regulated by the USGA, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And all this, although the spec says all woods, it, you know, the, the fairway woods were kind of irrelevant because the smaller face, if you wanted to get the face thin enough to get that much th- uh, spring effect, it would break every time you hit it. So by using this approach, I find this, this, this technology fascinating. I just, just the fact that somebody came up with this idea, I just think is amazing. And by using this approach, they are now putting out for you people to show your customers a fairway wood that has the same spring effect as a driver. That's never been done before. No, that's what I was just thinking. I, I, the USGA rule, I didn't know it applied to all woods, only drivers, because I didn't think that you could get you know, a high spring-like effect in a fairway wood, obviously because the mass is smaller. That's right, and neither, neither did anybody else. And so, like I say, you, just, you kind of ignored it on fairway woods because you couldn't get there anyway. But and what is now? What is that? For the people who don't care about all the technology, what does that translate into? More distance. Uh, it actually increases launch angle a little bit, which is part of more distance. And much to the surprise, which is what they told me of the, the, the guys that developed this, 
it was more forgiving across the face. That was kind of a benefit they didn't see coming. So it's really a neat product. And because this is a technology, this is just the beginning. This same technology has application on other products into the future, so it's pretty exciting for Adams. Very exciting. I mean, for a normal consumer, the normal golfer, uh, I guess they may think they'll hit their three wood two or three, maybe four times around and just knock it up there and wedge it into the par five. But here's something that you can add, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 yards to your shot. And that's what the, yeah, that's yeah, what unbelievable. The yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I, I still work the occasional demo day. And I bet that's a fun demo day. Fail, the question is, I need something I can hit farther off the ground. That's the, that is the hardest club to make for the average golfer for, for a variety of reasons, swing speed, angle of attack, et cetera, et cetera. So anything that you do in this area, you're really hitting a, 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 a point of, of uh, need, let's say, uh, for the average golfer. This is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting back kind of in awe. I knew it had the new spring-like face technology, but hearing it come from Barney, you know, kind of brings the evolution of the whole product. But, you know, one of the things that really stands out to me is everybody knows how forgiving Adam's fairway woods are and to see the 21 percent more forgiving across the entire face is just a staggering number for me because one i'm not the best fairway wood player in the world so i need all the help i can get and this is a product i definitely enjoyed hitting uh in the simulator back there and can uh, you know can attest to the fact that it's definitely a forgiving product yeah me too and that was uh, as i said before it uh that was a benefit that wasn't expected to be just to be very honest about it. So it was a very pleasant surprise. And, you know, I again, I, I probably a little oversensitive, but what the heck? I talked to a sports writer friend of mine about you know technology and Carlsbad and so on and so forth. And I said, I, I wonder how big the story would be if one of the big companies in Carlsbad came out with this technology. I said, you guys would be writing four pages on it for heaven's sake. This is a huge deal. So we're very proud of this at Adams. Mr. Barney Adams, the founder of Adams Golf. It also sounds like the, the head of the most fun demo days in the Palm <laughs> Springs area when demo days come around. With regard to the irons and the hybrids, a couple years ago you went kind of went black with the, with the color, color scheme for a number of reasons, and it has been wildly popular. Yeah. You're going to ask me why I don't have the slightest idea. <laughs> well, one, I mean, it's easy to see when guys pull the head cover off on tour or they're playing the product. It's easy oh, yeah. to tell. It's, it's easy to irons. tell. I mean, in 1988, the first set of irons I ever designed were black. Heads were black. For any particular reason? Nope. Nope. Just, just I don't know light of fancy, whatever it was at the time, I'm not sure, but we still got some laying around. You know, I kid the guys. I said, yeah, you come up with something new. Here's one, you know, 20-something years old. Take a look at this guy. But the bottom line is that irons are very much about looking comfortable at a dress. I tell people all the time, if you stand over an iron and it's supposed to be a great club and you don't like the way it looks, put it back. Get something else because you're going to fight it. It's not going to be any good. If an iron looks comfortable at a dress, and I can tell you this, this, this statement I make is from the many years I spent as a custom fitter working on a range with people. And it, so it's not, a, again, it's not something that, that comes out of the marketing department. This is, I've seen this happen uh, to the point where I know it's reality. And 
if you're comfortable looking at the iron, if you set it up, you'll say, boy, that's a good-looking golf club. Then your road to hitting good shots with it just got a little bit easier. Now, it's, if it's a lousy design, what the heck, you know, I don't care how good it looks, but working on the premise that the design is good, but it's still got to look good at address, and that's what these irons do. And, uh, you know, again, the V3s, which are the latest uh, uh, rendition, if you will, from Adams Golf, uh, won the, uh, like the, like the dog shows, you know, they won Best in Show from Golf Digest in their annual uh, hot list. Which is a big deal. Huge. And for a company like us to do that, again, we're, you know, we're, we're, because people don't understand, unless you want to really read the fine print, part of what goes into winning that award is what they call buzz and marketing and, and, and all of the stuff that you get by spending millions of dollars of marketing, which we don't do. So we have to overcome that with performance. So when we win best in show, we've got a heck of a product. One thing I want to touch on, though, you, you talk about aesthetics and how something looks to you. It doesn't matter, you know, vice versa. If you have the best product out there, if it doesn't look good in your hands, it's going to be hard to play. And you guys did hit a home run with this product. You know, when you set it down at a dress, it is absolutely a beautiful golf club to look at, and you feel like you have a lot of confidence without even hitting a shot. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, uh, as I said, that's the name of the game because uh, uh, you, you're, you're, you're psyche. This is just the way it works. When you look at it, your 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 psyche says to your, to your brain, "Hey, I can hit this." And once that happens, the ability to perform uh, eases significantly. And conversely, if the psyche says, "Wow, I don't know, man, I don't know," I mean, you know, I'll give you a classic case. How many times, as golfers, have you guys ever hit the ball into a lie? that you knew you couldn't hit it well from. <laughs> Whatever the heck it was. <laughs> yeah. Right? Absolutely. And that's how it works. Your psyche says, oh, my God, we can't hit it from here. And you know what? You don't hit it very good from there. I had one yesterday. <laughs> and conversely, you get a lie, and you say, well, I know I can hit it from here. And then now you start thinking about where the ball is going to go and so on and so on. It's a whole different ball game. Well, the same thing is true with a set of irons, with any golf club as far as that goes. You've got to deliver a message to the brain that says, hey, this thing is easy to hit. Well, Barney Adams joining us. It's a wonderful line from top to bottom. As you said, your people, now that you're retired, did an absolutely fantastic job on it. And we know you're busy, and we want to thank you for taking the time with us. You probably have a demo day or two to go to to, uh, <laughs> to uh, show them the fairway woods and, and the driver. But, boy, we want to really thank you for joining us. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. My pleasure, guys. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm telling you, Kenny, it's been a great year so far with guests, huh? It, it has. I mean, I'm just still, you know, Barney's, a, I've met him a couple of times. Um, you know, just great to be able to, to sit back and, and hear some of the uh, the story. Yeah, we need to get him on later in the year again and really talk about his life in golf because that, that's yeah. got to be a very, very interesting. Which I think would be a great listen. I mean, the guy, the way, you know, the way it all started for him, I think a lot of people would like to and want to know how it all started. Yeah, he literally wrote a book on it. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, what he didn't mention is Adams was kind enough to give away a Speedline F11 driver. So that's pretty cool. So, that's real yeah, cool. Register to win. Go to our homepage and uh, navigate it from there, my Yeah, yeah um, just go to our homepage at mwattsgolf.com. On the uh, bottom portion of the homepage is the Golf Better podcast link. Just click on that, and you'll come to the landing page where you can listen to past episodes as well as this one. 
Um, and there's a register to win button. Simply click on that button and provide us with the pertinent information that we require from you. And your name is automatically submitted to win this awesome product. It, it works. I will tell you that. But definitely, it's a neat product. Whoever wins it will be happy. And uh, thanks to Adam Scoff for uh, putting it up. And there hasn't been a year that you want to visit the Register to Win page as frequently as 2011 because the products we've had this year have been phenomenal. Yeah, and yeah. remember to register each week because yeah. we take the names and get rid of them and uh, start all over again each week. So there's been some really good prizes that some people have gotten this year. Well, it's launch weekend. Adam's Golf in our stores, also here at edwinwattsgolf.com and in our call center here, one 800 Eight seven four zero one four six. Pick up the phone, call, talk to one of our sales professionals. They'll be happy to help you any way at all, and you'll have a friend in the golfing business for life. And uh, it's blowing up in other areas, Kenny, as well. Social media, Facebook. Yep, social media and Facebook. Uh, simply follow us, like us, whatever you want to do on our homepage. There's a button right there if you're a Facebook follower or on Twitter. Uh, we have a lot of things that we announce on there that uh, don't always make it to, to press. So, uh, and a lot of things that we announce prior to going to press. So, it's a ga- it's a great way for you to look at and see what uh, Edwin Watts is doing. And our Facebook friends communicate with each other too. Yeah, they're absolutely. Back and forth. It's, it's it. a great community. Yeah. You know, they're the they're you know the purest like uh, like we are. Well, thanks again to Adams Golf and Barney Adams, the founder of Adams Golf, for taking the time with us to talk about the new line. And Kenny, thanks so much for jumping in again, and we'll do it again next week. Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. Again, come back next week when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.